Hey guys, how is everybody? Um, as you hop in, let me know that you're watching us live. Sorry, we're having a few technical difficulties. <laughs> and apparently I'm Jenny Stevens today. So how is everybody? Beck, thank you for hopping on with me. So appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Courtney. This is gonna be fun. Yes, absolutely. So guys, let me know that um, you are watching us live. Actually, you know what, Beck? I'm gonna go over to my phone just to make sure that we are live in the group. Okay. Maybe you could do the same, actually. Just to yeah, make sure checking it out also. That we're live. Yeah, it looks like we are live. I can see it on my phone. How is everybody? Um, I need to actually put in a description there. I was trying to do that and it went live. So Beck, how are you? Thank you for joining me today on Daily Dose of Awesome. This is so much fun. Guys, we are, we had a few technical difficulties starting a few minutes early um, and then we will definitely um, update that description for you. So as you hop in, say hello, um, let us know that you're joining us live and um, kind of go from there. So I wanted to switch up Daily Dose a little bit and um, you guys talk to Beck. She's doing some really incredible things inside of the community not only with um, the affiliate side of EMP and she's crushing it with her ad, but also with um, her network marketing business. Um, I, I, mean, I know a lot of people do both, but I think it's pretty unique when somebody is crushing it on both sides of the business. So Beck, thank you. I so appreciate it. I know you have another interview with Fernie tonight. So very, very cool. Um, yeah, so thank you for hopping in. So I want to talk about a couple things, guys. I want to talk about her ads specifically, and then want to talk about the network marketing side of it too, because she's had some really significant results um, in both places, as I mentioned. So Beck, tell me how you're doing. How are you? Thank you for hopping in with us. This yes. is very cool. Okay. Thanks, Courtney. Thanks so much for having me on. Hey, everybody. It's good yeah, to be here. Very cool. So I want you to start talking about um, your ad and sort of giving me a perspective of like when you started and um, like were you in a place at all where you were kind of struggling with the ad in the beginning? And I know you kind of made a mistake too with the ad and I want to talk about how the mistake led to something that actually turned out to be really cool. So kind of, will you just walk me first of all through your progression with EMP and then we'll talk specifically about that one mistake that you made that was pretty cool. Sure, awesome, Courtney. Um, yeah, so I started working with EMP back in June of 2017. Okay. Um, so I guess I'm about 18 months now. Um, and probably for the first 10 months or so, I was just like, doing my best to learn everything. I was implementing and learning, but not having like any crazy results at all. Um, but I, I just stayed really consistent with trying to learn new things and put it into action and then learn something new and put it into action. Um, and I would say it was probably like April of 2018 when um, I finally got an ad that started producing some, some good results. Um, 
And um, I still didn't really like know 100% what I was doing though. And I remember somebody saying somewhere that I should try a conversion ad. It might have been you, Courtney. Um, <laughs> it might have been you. Yeah. So I, I went and um, took this ad that was working pretty well uh, as a traffic ad and I turned it into, into a conversion ad. And I didn't understand that you, when you do a conversion ad, you actually have to pick a specific audience. Um, so I didn't pick an audience and I just kind of ran it. Um, I let Facebook kind of pick the audience based on the, my, my pixel and the leads I had already brought in. Yeah, which is really cool. And for those of you guys that aren't yet at the place where you have your own funnels or um, even know what a pixel is or have a pixel, that's totally fine. Um, but basically what it is, is a way to um, track the people that come to your website, come through your funnel. Um, you know, it's a way to sort of have an ability to retarget those people and um, have those people come through your own system. So it's kind of, you can sort of liken it to a custom audience or um, where you can, you know, have your own people basically and have your own um, audiences. And so inside of a conversion ad, you, you, you choose this pixel, right? And it sounds like Beck didn't um, think about the fact or didn't know that they, um, you have to also select like an Eric Worre audience or someone else. And what's really cool is the technique. And Beck, how many people do you actually have selected in your ad? I mean, it's like a massive audience, right? Yeah, it's like millions. I mean, 200 million or something like that. Okay, that's a lot of people. Yeah, but what's what's interesting is Facebook is going out and based on the pixel and based on the people that already came through Beck's funnel, um, Facebook is actually learning and choosing the right people because they have so much data on us. Um, Beck, I've tried your strategy after you talked to me about it, and it's made a big difference in terms of bringing my costs way down. And I think that's just because Facebook is being more efficient. So, I mean, would you agree that the takeaway here is it doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter if you have information about what you're doing, but don't wait for, you know, the perfect scenario or till you think you have everything figured out and all of the information because you'll never have all the information, right? So it's important to take action now. Beck, would you agree with that? Yeah, I think that like, the lesson I've really learned from this entire experience is imperfect action. Um, there's always going to be something new to learn. I mean, I learn something new every single day. Um, so there's always going to be new techniques and new strategies and new metrics and all these new things yeah. to learn. But you can't par sit paralyzed waiting until you know everything. You've got to just put it into action. And in this scenario, putting things into action and making a mistake actually turned out to work in my favor. So I think it was a a uh, good lesson that imperfect action is definitely way better than sitting paralyzed and, and waiting to know everything. Yeah, and I think taking one step, even if you don't have all the information, will just automatically give you data. Like it automatically gives you a point where you can say, okay, well, this really did not work or this might have worked and maybe I can try this. So it gives you like, I think the failures give you a step in a new direction. Um, when I started with EMP, I was the same. And I don't, guys, I'm going to tell you this story, but I don't necessarily recommend this. Um, when I started, I was putting in like five to 10 ads a day, maybe for like $10, $15, et cetera. And I would take them out after six hours. Like, obviously, 
<laughs> that's not enough data to make any kind of decision about whether something's working or not. But I would constantly look at the metrics and I'd be like, okay, this isn't working. This is, um, the, the numbers are too low. Let me just turn it off. I'll start again. But what's important in that lesson is that you just, you have to keep trying things. And if you're constantly in action at some point, something you'll hit upon something that's, that's working and um, that you may not have stumbled upon if you didn't do all of that other stuff. Does that, that kind of make sense guys? Um, hope this is super helpful. Drop me a comment. Let me know if it is. Um, okay. So back after that, I want to talk a little bit about the structure of the ad. It's, it's pretty like, what's interesting to me is it's not a long story ad. It's a shorter copy ad which is really cool, um, but it has a very specific sort of structure to it. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. So Bernie actually like does a really good job of breaking down the exact structure. Um, it's a resource, resource on the VIP page right now. So I right. highly recommend like going over there and checking it out. Um, but what I will say is this, is that what I like, what I had in mind with, with the copy was, um, only being an EMP for 10 months and not having a ton of copywriting skills. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to keep it kind of short because I knew that if I went too long, my, my copy would probably get worse and worse. And I thought if I can do like six or seven sentences really well, then yeah. maybe I'll have a good ad. Um, so that was my thought process going into it was just like, take what I had learned from about copy, right. About mm -hmm. what works and what doesn't and don't try and, um, take on a bunch of stuff that I'm not ready to take on, but just make five or six sentences work really, really well. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I really agree with that. I mean, it's sort of like, don't reinvent the wheel. If something, if you're not in a place where, you know, this is sort of for everybody, if you're not in a place where copy is something that's easy for you and it's a little more challenging, I definitely suggest that shorter copy, um, you know, you start with shorter copy ads. And here's the thing too, like copywriting is very much a process and you want to make sure that you get every sort of line working correctly and the way that you want it to sound and the way that you think you want it to come across to other people. So think about that too. So I think shorter ads are really effective. The other thing I think is, uh, you know, potentially story ads may be, I don't know. There, I don't see as many story ads. And I think it's that, especially if you're sending that into cold market, people might not want to read pages and pages, you know, of stuff from you. So think about that too. I mean, I've been trying uh, testing shorter ads and they've really been super effective, but Beck, talk to me exactly about, can you like kind of model the ad or talk about the structure a little bit of what you were thinking when you were writing it? Yeah, sure. So one of the main things that I really wanted to come across in there was like what my personal pain points were. Yeah. Um, so for me, like I, I've done home parties and hotel meetings and all that fun stuff. We've all been there. <laughs> um, but for me, you know, I also, I think I started in network marketing eight years ago. So it was 2010 and yeah. um, I was definitely on Facebook and I was definitely using social media. So I was doing a lot on social media. Um, and I totally like killed my warm market through social media, not through home parties. It was totally through social media. Yeah. And it was from posting really like embarrassing selfies and things that like, I totally <laughs> wish I never posted. Right. Um, so when I was like doing this particular ad, I, instead of 
you know, thinking about what other people's pain points were or other things that I'd seen work for other people in this community who have been successful. I really wanted to think about what my specific pain points were. And for me, it was social media. Um, so my ad talks a lot about some of my pain points on social media. Um, I lead with some of the results I've had. Um, and then I talk about some of the pains I've had and then basically just talk about the solution I found, which is uh, Elite Marketing Pro. Yeah, I think there's a couple things. I mean, starting out with the results, I think automatically sort of gets people's attention, right? It's like, it's your biggest piece of real estate in your copy besides, you know, besides your headline, besides the image, obviously. But um, it's like your biggest, yeah, point of real estate where you are giving somebody like a reason to read the copy, right? So I think it's really smart to start out with, with, um, with the results. I think that makes a lot of sense. And then I totally agree with you about the unique pain. And I know we were talking about this earlier. So I did something similar in an ad that was really effective that worked well for me. So what I see a lot is that people kind of, they list the pain or they think that if they talk about home parties and Starbucks meet and like, there's this big laundry list of stuff that it's going to be more compelling for people. And that's just not the case a lot of times. I think if you can connect to like what actually happened to you and your own experience, it goes a long way in terms of connecting with the prospect. Um, so my, my ad that did really well, um, I was trying to sort of capture the anxiety of, you know, my headline was something to the effect of has another month gone by without any new recruits. So I was trying to kind of um, tap into the feeling of, you know, time is slowly passing and your business isn't growing. So, I mean, when I started network marketing, that was my story basically. And I mean, it was, it, it was just, it was slow going in the beginning, right? Um, and I think that when you tap into what's, you know, personal for you, it connects really well with the people that, you know, you're, that are reading your stuff. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Courtney. I think one of the main things that I've had people reach out to me about actually that have come through that ad mm -hmm. is they've said, I've seen a lot of ads like this, but for some reason you seem so real, like right. you just seem so authentic. So I think it's true. I think when you really use your own personal pain, and your own personal story, it, it speaks to people in a different way. I don't know why that happens. I, I mean, I, <laughs> I can't put my finger on it completely other than the fact that like there's some kind of shift and it feels a little bit different when, not only when you're reading it, but when someone else is reading it. Like it feels real versus, you know, not feeling so real or feeling like it's, you know, a copy of what somebody else is saying. Um, so that, I mean, I think that's really, really important. So, um, you know, you do the results and then you do like some type of skepticism, right? Because you're basically telling them that, cause they're probably not in the place where they believe what you're talking about, right? In terms of the amount of results you've had. Um, and then you kind of go into the pain. Is that kind of how the structure works? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, try that and let me know. Um, obviously, we're modeling stuff. We're not, you know, taking other people's work. And, you know, I think understanding the unique pain points that you've struggled with will help you sort of model the copy. Um, and then talk to me too about because I know this ad started in April. Talk to me a little bit about did you tweak the ad or how did, did it 
Was it like out of the gate, you know, perfect and converting? Like, tell me what that was like. Yeah, no, it was not out of the gate, perfect and converting. Um, <laughs> but I was getting, like, I knew I was getting more results than I had gotten. So I kind of felt like I was on to something. But I just kept bringing it on to traffic calls and getting feedback from whoever the mentor was. So like yeah. you were a mentor once who gave me really good advice, Courtney, and some other people as well. And um, I would just kind of change little things in the copy here yeah. and there. And one of the major things I did was actually a suggestion from uh, you, Courtney, first, and then Vitaly gave me the same suggestion, mm -hmm. moving the results, which were like buried in the copy, right. to the very top, so that I was leading with the results. Right. Uh, and once I actually made that tweak, that's when I really started to see the sales start to come in. Okay. But I didn't like, I, I think what I was doing for the first 10 months was starting things. And then when they didn't work, throwing them out and starting from scratch. Right. I did that too. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I think it's, it's obviously always important to look at the entire process, look at the numbers and think about, obviously we learn in this community a lot about like what is working, what isn't working, but you could be onto something really um, incredible and something that's going to convert really well and make you a lot of sales. But if you just kind of say, okay, let me just throw the entire process out because this part isn't working, that's not going to be, that's not an effective solution. And I think it also leaves people sort of frustrated with the whole process, which, you know, you kind of don't need to be because you probably have something that's working already. It just needs a few tweaks. Maybe it needs a change to the headline or a change, like maybe you need to move your results way up top so that people, like you're leading with your best foot forward in copy. You always want to do that and think about exactly what that person wants, not just what you sort of think they want. Like it has to be bold. Right. If it's not bold, it's not going to catch people's attention. So that's really important too. Um, so yeah, if you have something that's working, obviously don't stop it. But if you feel like your ad, like I've been in this situation back, I don't know if you have where my ad has great metrics, but I'm I don't have any sales. Um, so is there potentially something in the copy that's not working, or maybe the ad is too long, or people stop reading, or you know maybe there's an issue with the funnel, but that's a whole separate thing, right? So take it one step at a time is kind of the point. Um, and then I wanna switch gears a little bit back because you've had a lot of success in, in your network marketing uh, business as well, and actually implementing what EMP teaches to build your own funnel and have your own results. So talk to me a little bit about that too. Yeah, so um, one of the things that has been such an awesome skill that I've learned from EMP is basically it's just attraction marketing um, and how you can apply it to basically anything. Um, so, you know, a lot of the skills that we learned by, from, from building, running traffic for EMP um, and building that funnel, I was able to then take some of those skills and build a, and build a consultation funnel. Okay. Um, basically a funnel where people can apply to join me in my network marketing business. Um, and uh, I just started doing that in July. So once I started getting some results from my first funnel, I then moved on and was like, okay, I think I kind of get the basics of this. So how can I apply this to a consultation funnel? Yeah. Um, and so I started running that in July. And since July, I've actually had 70 people fill out applications to join my team. Yeah. Five leads. Okay. Um, I think I've had 16 people actually enroll directly under me. Okay. Cool. Um, from this specific funnel. 
Okay. And, and again, it's a pretty simple ad, right? I mean, I, obviously if people are coming through the funnel at that rate, the ad is working. Um, so talk to me too, because I think when people think like, you know, when they move from the affiliate funnel, that's pretty much done for you with EMP, which is amazing. And then moving to sort of your own funnel, it's like, I had this thought, I was like, oh my gosh, my own funnel, like <laughs> this seems scary, but really I want you to talk about how simple your funnel is too, because I know you've told me this before that it's not something where, you know, it's got like four pages and a ton of like bells and whistles. It's just basic, right? It's so basic. Like it looks, it looks so amateur. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I'm sure it doesn't. <laughs> amateur. But I, what I did was I basically just took like the exact format of that first funnel that I learned how to do with EMP and yeah. I copied it and applied it to my network marketing business. Okay. So my ad is like really short copy. It's like four or five sentences again. Okay. Um, and then I, and then I have a very simple capture page and a very simple thank you page and, and that's it. There's nothing crazy about it. Okay. Um, and it was really just taking the, that skill set that we, that we learned here and just applying it to a different funnel. Okay. And then, um, how does it work in terms of you just invite people to connect with you like via phone or do they book some time in your calendar or how does that piece work? So I have an application, um, that people fill out and in that application, they, um, check off how they'd like to communicate with me. So okay. I have a text message or Facebook messenger are the two options I have. Okay. Um, and then, uh, they also get an email with a link to my calendar to book time with me. Okay. So I, you know, if they book time on my calendar, I still follow up in the way that they told me to follow up with them and, and make sure we're, we're on for it. And if they don't, I follow up over text message or Facebook messenger and just say, Hey, I saw you filled out an application. Do you want to uh, jump on the phone for an interview? Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, I think it's important just to note that, you know, your own funnel isn't something that, you know, should be scary. And for a lot of people, maybe it isn't, but for those people just starting out, um, I just, I wanted to talk to you about how like simple a process it can be to really begin connecting with people. Or maybe it's something where you connect with somebody on messenger and you put them in a Facebook group. I mean, that's also a funnel and you know, you don't need the technical setup of funnels, etc., to be able to do that. So think about, um, I think it's important for everyone watching just to think about the skills that you have and where, you know, you can put your best foot forward and then where you may need a little bit of extra assistance, but an EMP is obviously a perfect community um, to be able to do that. So Beck, we've been on for like 20 minutes. Sorry, we started a few minutes early, guys, had a few technical difficulties, but thank you so much for doing this interview. So appreciate it. I hope that this, guys, let me know if this was helpful um, in the comments. So thank you, Beck. Thank you for having me. I hope this was helpful for everybody. Yeah, it was so much fun to talk with you. Okay, I will talk to everybody soon. Thanks for um, everyone who hopped on. Sorry, I couldn't do shout outs. I actually didn't see the comments. So um, I will do that later. Okay, have a good day, guys. Bye.